Good morning, everyone. This is Practice Success Podcast. My name is Jonathan. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about how to tell a story that makes you unique. And to my today's guest, he's the probably overqualified to talk about this. And he's also going to talk about practicality on business and uh, the fundamentals of it. Uh, my guest is Justin Breen. He is a founder and CEO of Brepick Communication LLC and a PR firm that works exclusively with visionaries and exceptional businesses around the world. He is the number one author of the number one international best-selling book, Epic Business, 30 Secrets to Build Your Business to Exponentially and Give You the Freedom to Live Your Life That You Want. And how do we know um, a person is good at storytelling? That's the question, right? So you will know a person is good at storytelling. That's because he's getting paid thousands and thousands, thousands of dollars doing it. So today we're going to learn about practicality on how to do that and how to, to tell your stories that makes you unique. Um, please um, help me welcome Justin Bree, uh, Breen. You there? Hey, man. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Amazing. Welcome to my backyard. <laughs> Man, you that's your background? You got a big house. <laughs> it's not that big of a house, surprisingly, but the backyard's the nicest part by far. And uh, we have two young sons, and they've basically turned this into a summer camp. Ah, oh, man, that's like the best thing when you have a family and you have a backyard, and yeah. it's a blessing. That's exactly, if you could sum it up in one word, that's what it is, a blessing. Okay. Well, um, Justin, you're here because... You are really good at storytelling, but tell us how does it, how does a person when he's starting as an entrepreneur, how does a person tell a story that makes him unique? Right. So, um, my firm uh, Brepic, um, what I, what I found it's a very simple uh, formula actually for building a successful global company. Um, surprisingly simple and. It's you see a problem, you create solution to problem, solve problem, and uh, successful global company. So that's all my firm has done in the PR space. I was a journalist for 20 years and created my entire business model mm -hmm. based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years. So, and when I say being annoyed by press releases, uh, getting those hundreds of times a day from people you don't know, and those press releases didn't say anything about what a story really is or what it can or should be. So. The entrepreneurs that I work with on a global level, they hire experts like me and my firm to, to do that because they're not experts at telling their own story. That's that's why they hire folks who are experts. And so folks like that, they are experts in certain things, and that's why they've created successful global companies. They hire or outsource things that they're not good at or not experts at. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it, it is very, very true. Um, most of us do not know how to tell our own stories. Um, we right. can tell stories from the from the back, from the because we make it, make it authentic. However, it's so much better if you were to hire a company to kind of organize your story so that um, when you tell it, it will be so much more better, and you know, and you're not go all over the place. And oh my God, how long you've been doing um, working on your business? And what started this? Yeah, sure. I appreciate you asking that. Um, 
So I've been a journalist since I was six months old, sitting on my mom's lap reading the Chicago Sun-Times newspaper. So I'm 43 now, so I've been a journalist my entire life. And, uh, you know, in terms of skill sets, superpower, genius level things, I'm good at two things, connecting people on a global level mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, getting people in news media at a high level because I've spent my entire life doing it. So, again, like... The smart entrepreneurs who think on a, a visionary abundance investment mindset, they would never even try to work on their own story. They would just hire an expert to, to do that. That's the whole reason why businesses are successful is because you do what you like to do and what you're good at, and then you outsource or hire for everything everything else. So doing it yourself is, for the most part, a recipe for disaster because you're not an expert in it and you don't like doing it. Oh, yes, absolutely, yes. And definitely, there's a lot of things you can. Um, I cannot do, for example. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can, I'm basically useless to society besides my two superpowers. So if I'm not good at it, or I don't like to do it. I just hire or outsource somebody to do it. That's yeah. why my business is a global successful company in three years. Oh my God! So that's self awareness, right? And you mentioned two superpowers. Um, can you explain to us what those are? Right, sure. Just to repeat that. Um, so, uh, number one superpower is uh, I spend a good part, not all of my day, but a good part of my day talking to uh, at least five to 10 entrepreneurs around the world. Most of them, not all, but most of them are running high six figure to 10 figure businesses. Um, is the, all of them have the right mindset like I do, where they're visionary investment abundance mindset. They don't think in cost or scarcity. So, Ooh, especially, nice. right. So, especially since COVID, there's no cost or panic they're just investing and pivoting like crazy so um you know most people aren't like that which is fine but everyone in my network is like that um so i can talk to someone in australia and they'll say something and be like oh i know someone in canada that thinks like that or has that mindset or would be a good value add to what the company's doing and and uh then i'll introduce those two people and a week later they'll be like how did you know how to do that i go i don't know i just know how to do it so that's a superpower and then again i mean I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur who happens to be a journalist. I'm not a PR hack that has no idea what an actual good story is. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the stories that my firm creates for clients, who again are all visionaries, all investment mindset, all abundance mindset, the stories that they create are actually serving the journalist, not the client. The byproduct is the client is constantly in news because the stories are serving the journalist. Oh, man. So it's a loop. And it's it's... It just go. It just it comes naturally to you because hey, you're an entrepreneur and you actually understand them. Um, That's right. And you said two superpowers, and you said you talk to people um, five to ten times. Is this like a fundamental to you in a, in a way and um, running your business? You have to talk to um, five to ten businesses on a daily basis. Yeah, so I don't have to do anything. Um, so I'm yeah, constantly within my zone of genius. Uh, unique, that's a plane. Uh, that's an executive plane. So certainly a billionaire is <laughs> flying that plane. Or but um, so, um, no, I mean, I am 100% of my day in my zone of genius superpower, unique ability, doing what I like to do and what I'm good at. So I like to talk to very high-level thinkers around the world and, and learn from them and listen to them and then connect them to other people like that. Um, and so, no, I don't have, I, I like to do it. I, that's what I mean. So the, the couple of big reasons why my company's been 
very, very, very successful, very profitable in a very short amount of time is that I do what I like to do and what I'm good at. Uh, my company is one super high level genius thing for one certain type of people. I noticed that a lot of entrepreneurs get in trouble because they try to be everything for everyone. I'm the exact opposite of that. And then um, when you work with people with this, with this mindset, they fit into two buckets. And again, the mindset is visionary abundance investment mindset. Okay, so most people are not all three of those, but the only people I talk to or network with or have as partners or clients, they are all like that. So they fit into two buckets. One, they're running high six-figure to ten-figure businesses. They see their families whenever they want to, and they're doing what they like to do and what they're good at. So that's that's one bucket. And then the other bucket is they're not one of those first bucket people yet, but they're going to be because they have that mindset. So um, that directness eliminates all nonsense, all noise, and uh, create has created what my company really is on a much higher level of thinking, which is it's just a giant incubator of geniuses around the world, and we're constantly introducing each other for mutual gain, and the byproduct is I'm constantly getting intros to companies around the world that want to hire my firm. So there's no sales gimmick junk or funnels. It's just creating value for people, and then they create value for me. Create value, create value, create value, create, and it never, never stops growing, ever. Oh my God! It's just a simple, simple business idea, and just run I mean, with it. I mean, it's more of life. It's more of life than anything. But the byproduct is so. Like, if someone asks me within the first five or ten minutes, "What do you cost or charge?" They're essentially immediately disqualified from being in my network, and it's because they're <laughs> thinking, "Well, I mean, it's funny, but again, this is how I build a successful global company." Because people like that are, they're thinking in a transactional level where they're just thinking of dollars and cents and none of the relationships I have are like that. It's all relationship caring about people first byproduct is transactional. So again, I'm guessing, I mean, I might be wrong, but I'm guessing you don't have a lot of guests that, that talk like this. Maybe you do. Um, but everyone in my network, and this is tens of thousands of global geniuses, they all think like this. And so it, there's no limit to how big it can grow because people like that, hang out with other people like that. And then they just keep introducing me to more people like that. And then I introduce them to more people like that. So it's just a lot of fun, actually. Oh, man, that's so exciting that you hit the point where um, it's very true. If um, a company would make you millions, what's 100K to you? I mean, would I would definitely invest it if like, especially for a long term. You, you might not make a million dollars by hiring the company right now, but like making like more for like long term throughout your whole life because the company like yours is put story together and would tell that story forever. I mean, there's no, no, there's no brainer. Excellent. Excellent point. So you, you hit it on the head here because the term I essentially never hear anymore because it's transactional based term is ROI. So I right. used to hear when I started and was working with lower, lower level thinking, they're like, Oh, what's the ROI on this? I go, you're asking the wrong question. So the people that sign with me now, um, again, most of them, not all, but most are running high six figure to 10 figure businesses. Um, what, what they, care about what matters to them is building that validity and credibility both short term and especially long term by being in media or on podcasts like these because those links those stories they don't go anywhere so it's a long play it's a short play too but for the most part it's a long play that you know you do these interviews and six months a year later two years later somebody sees this and then they reach out 
And then whether that person becomes a direct client, I don't know, but they become part of your network and then they introduce you to other people. And so that you just connect the dots and then this whole connection creates essentially, you know, what my company is. It's just this giant, amazing group of people that are constantly introducing each other for mutual gain. And then my companies exploded beyond my wildest dreams. But again, that's all the byproduct, all the other stuff. Oh, man, that's amazing to just keep talking to you like this and networking. You're right. Um, especially I started with this podcast because I want to network to people that are out of my league at most part. Like they're doing something that, that I'm not doing. And right. You'd like I, to be the dumbest person in the room. That's how I am. <laughs> I love being the dumbest person. in the room. So I'm in two international entrepreneurial groups. Um, one is strategic coach. Um which has changed my life in every way imaginable. Um, and then the other one is Entrepreneurs Organization, which, uh, uh, you know, background on that is about 14,000 members on a global level. Average company member is, and I don't care about revenue at all, but um, average revenue per company member is 5 million U.S. dollars annual, you know, revenue. So it's very serious people. So in rooms like that, Although, at, you know, the two things I'm really good at, I'm super power genius level. Most things I am clueless about. And so I just sit there and absorb it. And I love being, I love being the person in that room that asks a lot of questions and learns the most as opposed to, you know, talking about what I'm doing more. Because it's, it's um, I just constantly love learning from some of the best people on earth. And that's another reason why I just talk to all these people five to ten times every weekday. Oh my goodness. All right. So you need another part where um, I bet this strategic group is expensive, but yeah, however, but see, that's what I mean. That just that would never, it's all an investment. Yes. It's like, it's like 12K a year. I would invest 30 to $40,000 a year in it. Exactly. Yeah. Because you get to hang out with people who are smarter, different businesses, and also um, like more likely they're your target audience. Right. That's my tribe. And so yeah. the byproduct of that is. Uh, clients have come from that, but that's not why I, that's not why I invested right. that kind of capital. I just like to learn. So again, mm -hmm. two mindsets. There's a there's a two point one mindset, but mo there's two types of people. Ninety seven, ninety five percent of population, and even business owners, frankly, cost scarcity mindset. There, most people are like that. That's just is what it is. They don't necessarily have the courage to get out of their own way to to evolve. Mm -hmm. So three to five percent are the visionary abundance investment mindset. And that's who I exclusively talk to. Then there's a very, 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 very tiny third group where they're kind of on the fence in between that. And then it's happened three or four times since I started my business, but I'll have a conversation with them and the light switch will go off or they'll watch some webinar or something or talk to someone else and the switch will go on and then they'll change to the the second smaller group and it's very exciting when that happens because their whole life changes um and byproduct is they become more successful financially ah, yes absolutely and that's pretty much what they want is to like um network with people who is gonna help them just be more do more and be more on social media and things like that and be everywhere ah okay so um you know I believe one person can be successful. There's a blueprint on how, how to do it. You are very successful yourself. What advice would you give to new business owners that you know, would position himself or his business to, to, uh, to like, if you just do this, your business is going to thrive? 
Right. So that's a, <laughs> that's exactly why I wrote my book. Um, case your audience wants to <laughs> see right. it. Right there. <laughs> there you go. And, so and, and we're about to talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, in well, a little I'm just bit. right. So I'm just saying because like people ask me um, multiple times a day. Um, I mean, I was a journalist not making a lot of money. I didn't know what an LLC was. I didn't know what a W-9 was. I didn't know you had to pay taxes for it. I didn't know any of that when I started my business, like literally nothing. I'd never heard the word entrepreneur one time growing up. And I grew up in a pretty affluent area and it was never even, it was, the word was never even said. I got a full academic scholarship to University of Illinois. The word entrepreneurship was never, not one time was said. So I literally knew nothing about business when I started this. So people are like, how did you, how did you do this? I'm like, well, let's, it's, it's, here's what I did. So each one of the chapters in the book is a, a lesson I learned or something I experienced from, you know, one of the top entrepreneurs or leaders or, or um, you know, people like that, uh, influencers in the world. And then I just applied it to my company. So it's pretty simple. Um, very direct, weeds out nonsense, and here we are sitting here in my backyard. Company's insanely profitable, working with all these great people, and doing what I like to do and what I'm good at. Man, okay, so just give give us a little bit of context. Where how long did it did it take you before <laughs> before your um, you know a, a company or you become profitable? Because I know some entrepreneurs, it takes some time before they actually get it. Yeah, so one of the best uh, lessons I've I learned. Uh, so, knock on wood. Fortunately, my company's always been very, very, very profitable, pretty much from day one. Um, but, but again, that's because I'm so direct. But the thing mm -hmm. I, one of the chapters in my book, and one of the really great lessons I learned from one of my mentors is that when you start a business, it takes two full years to really figure things out. So, <clears throat> my company's a little over three years old. Uh, so. Company again's always done well financially, but at the two-year mark, everything started to flow together much better in terms of like I knew who my tribe was, I knew the process of of what my company does in terms of doing what I like to do and what I'm good at. I knew how to um, communicate my message. I knew how direct I wanted to be. Um, I raised my rates to the point where it weeded out all nonsense, nickel and dime thinking, and only attracted a certain type of person. And so I hit that two-year mark. And it just, everything really just started to come together. And my, my mentor, uh, she's a very high level attorney uh, who was head of the Illinois Women's Bar Association as well. Um, and when she told me that very early on, I was like, I didn't understand it because I didn't understand the business cycle or anything yet. But she was right at that two year mark, it really came together. And so when I talk to um, new business owners now and they're in the same type of panic and chaos feelings that I felt when I started. I'm like, just try and relax. I understand how stressful this is, but it, it's not going to take six months. It's not going to take 12 months. It's not going to take 18 months. It's, it's going to take two full years, which in the grand scheme of things is not a, long, a lot of time, but it does seem like that when you first start. But you know, give yourself that two-year window to really figure things out and develop a process and find your tribe and all that kind of stuff. All right. Two, two years is plenty of time, but people, people especially um, me I I jumped from one thing to another right. when I was started and right. now I become more focused on just a few things and yeah and like that 
that becomes more like I know what to do on a daily basis, right? And I know what to do and that's it. That's it. I just keep on doing that. I know it's going to pay right. off. You at do this, end. it leads to that. You do this, it leads to that. You do this. Now, I agree with you 100%. What I will say is um, I talk to so many great people every single day and mm. are, I'm doing so many cool things all the time that I'm constantly evolving my brain. And that is, that's what's really exciting is because like the company has already surpassed my wildest dreams. I never, I mean, it just has. And so now I look at it as it's just the beginning. And so it will, it like, so my 10 Xing in life has nothing to do with revenue. I don't care about employee count. I don't care about office space. I don't care about none of that stuff matters to me at all. The only two 10 Xing things that I really care about, again, ultra focus is network on a global level because when you 10x your network on a global level it creates endless opportunities for your network and yourself and then two is 10xing experiences in life with my family because when you have a good family life you have a good life so it's again very simple weeds out nonsense and because i don't care about revenue my company again is very profitable there's a very big difference between revenue and profit um, mm. revenue is just a term driven by ego i mean I know a lot of guys that, oh, your company's 10 million in revenue. And then I ask, well, what's your profit? And then tumbleweed rolls across the stream because you have no profit or negative. It's all nonsense. So my company's very profitable. And, um, and so what's exciting is, is like I have all these amazing conversations with people and it just leads to all these new opportunities. And, and um, because I have courage and I'm not afraid to fail and by any means, I just accept them. I expect, accept that into my life. And when it's a good fit, I just act on it. There you right. Go. Oh, man. So you, you hit the nail over there. Um, you just have that little, uh, it's just, it doesn't have to be much or big of a courage that you have to do. It's just, uh, it's, it's so little. It doesn't have to be much. And then, and then when you, it's a trial and errors. And you said two years, trial and errors. That's going to be huge at the, <laughs> the end. A lot of, a lot of, so here's, here's how, again, how my brain is adapted. I used to say the word failure a lot. Uh huh. Uh, Failures, it's not a word in my, even though I just said it a couple of times, it's not a word in the dictionary for me. Um, Dan Sullivan, who's the head of strategic coach, he's I, he's the, the greatest entrepreneurial coach alive. And I don't say that lightly. There's not even a, he's the genius of all geniuses. But he says a term, uh, there's winning and learning. So you're either winning or you're learning. You're not failing. You're winning or you're learning. You're winning or you're learning. So I'm constantly winning and or learning, winning and or learning. And uh, I don't look at anything as, a, as the F word. It's just, I'm learning something. And everything I've won has been the result of something I've learned. So <laughs> if I didn't learn, I wouldn't have won. And so that means starting my company. That means meeting my wife and having other relationships that were learning experiences or <clears throat> anything. Every single great success win has been the result of learning. So a lot of folks there they don't have the guts or courage to try and learn they don't want to mm -hmm. learn it's, it's uh, i don't know there's um it's not that i want to learn it's like they pay attention to other people's opinion and then when uh -huh. they fail it's like oh man i look so bad um yeah. what, what is this person gonna think what is my neighbor gonna think or what yeah, is my right, friends gonna think i don't think? care about any of that so here, here here's my point so like when you hang out with people like that, you become people like that. So that's why I only hang out with people with visionary abundance investment mindset, because then you just rise with the tide. And so like people with those mindsets, I've known 
I know people like that that lost 90, 95% of their businesses in two days because of COVID, where they had uh, catering businesses or in-person speaking businesses or whatever it is, something where you needed to meet with people, uh, event planning, whatever it is. And so they didn't care. I mean, they cared, but they just started new businesses or pivoted. They developed some new technology. So there was no there was no like panic. They just, it's entrepreneur life. And so if you can't handle like insane up to ups and downs or depression or potential bankruptcy and all that stuff, then don't become an entrepreneur, get a job. That's fine. Most people aren't, they're not meant for this, which is fine. That's the world needs more integrators and visionaries. Um, but if you can handle that and you can thrive in it, like I can, and people in my network can, then this is the life for you. And you know, I was a journalist my whole life, and they were always giving me weird jobs because they didn't know what to do with me. I was an entrepreneur, and uh, now I just realize I never should have been in corporate. I just should have been doing this the whole time. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you know, if we know what we know now, we there's a lot of things. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what are we doing since the beginning of our you know uh, of our journey? But let me ask you that question: If mm. you were to lose pretty much anything that you know that you have right now, except for your family, um, except for everything that's important to you, just business and money. Um, if you were to start all over again, <laughs> well, how would you start your business and what would you be doing? You know, so that's a really good question because I know a lot of folks who have created and sold businesses for a lot of money, okay? And this is six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 figures. And they don't know what to do with their lives because they're, um, they're, they're entrepreneurs. They can't just sit around. I mean, even if they're gajillionaires, they, they're entrepreneurs. They don't want to sit around. So, um, if I, I mean, I, it's hard for me to answer that question because I don't ever see myself starting again in this realm. Um, I, I, I foresee this as just continuing to double down on what I'm doing now and it'll just keep growing and growing. What I will say is that, um, the connectivity that I have on a global level is insane. Um, there are very few people in the world that are better at connecting people on a global level than I am. And that's not arrogance, that's confidence. There's a very big difference there. And I know that about myself. So in some capacity to leverage that network um, would be it would be a wise decision um, business-wise. But, but for the most part, again, I just like what I'm doing and, and I know what I'm really good at. So I just keep doubling down on it. Right. And that, that networking is actually key to a lot of businesses. I mean, right. If you were to have at least one person who you can hang out with and talk business with, and, you know, it's just, just a snowball from there. Everything else will just fall to, and just take action on a daily basis. What action would you, well, you said connecting to a lot of, yeah. Uh -huh. global network. That's probably one of the things that I would do if I were to start all over again and, and just connecting to a level, probably start a podcast myself. Again, the same thing. <laughs> right. Okay. So one last question. Um, so you you have a business that is pandemic proof, right? It's it's it yes. Doesn't... I was like, oh, when COVID started, I'm like, maybe it'll slow down. And it's the opposite of that because again, investment, visionary, abundance mindset people are investing and pivoting like crazy right now. Yeah, they're it, totally unaffected by COVID. They don't. Their mindsets prevent them from being affected, like it, mine. Right, and you just moved to another business. 
I'm not right. if, if it's infected and then close down. Figure it, it out. You just figure it out. Uh, all right. So that's well. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right there, um, Justin. Figure it out. Start with the mindset. Hang out with people. Uh, so much we learned today. Hang out with people who are visionary and yeah. you know wants a lot of things and you know who takes actions with with abundant mindset and. Yep. You know, those are the, the key things. And one thing that I suggest for most people is, you know, connecting to global uh, globally and network yep. globally. And yep. if you could do that, just that one thing, connect globally, I, I business will thrive and business will, there's a lot of potential, potential things that would happen to your business yep. if you would just do just that. Um, yep. Justin, man, it's been awesome talking to you. I appreciate you coming and joining me to this show. Um, where can we find you and how can we connect with you? Sure. Um, I mean, my company does have a website. It's brepicllc.com. Uh, on LinkedIn, I've got about 22,500 followers. So Justin Breen on LinkedIn, I essentially use it as a commercial for other people. So Justin Breen on LinkedIn. Justin Breen on LinkedIn. Okay. Uh that and guys, um, if you guys want to buy the book, it's on Amazon. Read the reviews if you, I mean, I'm, I'm really uh, like, I would read the reviews, right? Yeah, so some people write a book and it's all BS. So if I do something, right. I'm all in. So, like Chris Voss, who wrote Never Split the Difference, which is one of the top business books in the last 20 years, he did the foreword. Um, again, this book is changing lives on a daily basis. And again, I was the journalist now making a lot of money now. Uh, financially, it's unbelievable, but more, far more importantly, I spend as much time with my family as I want to. I do what I like to do and what I'm good at, and I work with some of the top people in the world. Yeah, man, exactly. I, I, hopefully, one of these days, I get to work with you, Justin. I appreciate you. And guys, check that book out. It's on Amazon. And don't take our words for it. Uh, get people's opinion on Amazon, read the reviews and you will see, especially if you're just starting out, I recommend this book because I read all the reviews and you know, it's, I mean, it's, that's why I wrote the book because <laughs> it's, it's for entrepreneurs who are just starting the byproduct. What's been really interesting is high level CEOs and founders are actually buying it for their employees to get their employees to think in more of an entrepreneurial way, which that's a pleasant surprise. So, Oh, wow. So that's more like, yeah, that that would definitely sell your book so much more faster. And and if they're buying it for their employees, it's because they recommend it. And you know, right. just wow. So okay, guys. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. I appreciate you, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>